Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, how y'all doing today? Oh man, it's a it's a brilliant day out today. The birds are singing, the sun is shining. We're here on Get Vocal <laughs> with our lovely friends in the live audience. It's a pretty good day so far. I'm feeling pretty good. I think probably because it's the first warm day that I've experienced since coming back to this country. I love yeah, weeks. it's yeah, it's quite beautiful out. It's actually very sunny. Mm-hmm. I had to put up some shades on these windows because it gets super wow. hot in this room. We just spent a good twenty minutes looking at footage of Richard Gere being King David. We watched some scandalously clad Richard Gere dancing as King David. So that was exciting. Yeah, I I still am very impressed that that was like a movie that your parents just like had on in the background, Dedeker. Why? I don't know. I I don't know. I I wasn't allowed to like really watch scantily clad people. No, no, neither was I. Trust me, Emily. <laughs> ah, neither was I. I was but raised it was a in Bible an evangelical. Film. It's a Bible film, is the thing, and so you just like don't even think about it. Yeah, just pop sense. it on, and yeah, and Somehow I mean, really, right. a Bible film, a Bible film, especially one made in the eighties, is probably not going to go too racy. Ultimately, yeah, you know, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, in general, I feel like <laughs> I remember my mom talking to me about how when she was younger the big thing she was not allowed to watch that everyone else got to were the james bond films oh yeah oh, and classic. Yeah. she was just saying she's like it's so funny because now like a commercial on tv is more scandalous than a james bond film was back then <laughs> it's just sort of like our <laughs> standards true. for for showing skin and things like that is just so different. Well, I think that's the main thing is in a Bible film, you're going to get violence. You're going to get gore. You're going to get some sex, but you're not going to see any titties. Mm, That's that's where the line is drawn. Probably not even any butts either. That's really what matters. It's a good point. Is making sure we never see any female presenting nipples ever. Yes, absolutely. Boy, oh boy. And there we are back into drunk (laughs) politics study. I love it. (laughs) I, hey, I did not ask to have my own nipples politicized. Trust me. Well, yeah, no, I, it's. I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right. Absolutely true. I'm trying to remember what we learned last week. I we learned that David is now king. Here he is. Yes. <laughs> Here yes. he is. King. Here's the king. Here he is. And yep. Ishbosheth is gone and dead and buried or something, presumably. And David killed the people who killed him. Well, that was the, unfortunate. They killed Ishbosheth. Or, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yes. not David. <laughs> right, that was confusing. That would be weird and random. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and then besides that, what else happened? The da- well, the dancing happened. The dancing mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Uh, David. And, and his, his wife, one of his wives, was not okay with it. Yeah. Michal. Michal. She's not, not okay. Yeah. And he was super nasty back to her. And, and apparently, God sided with David because he never gave her a son or a baby at all 
Yeah. Or maybe they, or never, they had just never had sex after yeah. that. <laughs> maybe. Exactly. Yeah, that might have been the case. Yeah. Also possible. So. Based That's on their relationship, not surprising. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, we also well, had a, a significant son show up. And Solomon or Nathan? Solomon. Well, maybe also Nathan, but Solomon is the one I was referencing. Yeah. Did he actually do anything though, or y'all were just no. like I or and I said I've heard of this man, and and That's you said all. yes, yeah. he'll he'll become a parent in a later time. Not for a while. Yeah. Okay. Not for a bit. Not for a while. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. What are we all drinking today? Well, I made a lovely uh, lemon drop martini with homemade simple syrup, lemon juice, and gin. That's it. Um, lovely. Drinks are always so fancy. Gosh. Yes. Thank you. I like them. What about you, Dedeker? Well, I'm having a nice margarita. Mm. First margarita of the summer, actually. Wow. Uh, with some uh, Dr. Swami and Bone Daddy brand margarita mix. Bone I was super Daddy. excited about it, but then on the on the front cover of the bottle, it's just like two old white guys. So uh, mm. Typical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. That's pretty tasty. I'm into it. Lovely. Uh, and then I'm having some Grangestone Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey that's aged in bourbon barrels. So it's oh. actually, it's, it's quite nice. I'm enjoying it. I've, I've never had Very it before. Fancy. This is my first, my first drinking of it. How lovely. Well, it sounds like we're all fancy people today. Yeah. yeah sure. Fancy all in, in different ways, but yeah. Indeed. <laughs> all, <Yes>. fancy. <laughs> so all fancy. So with our fanciness, time. what kind of Bible stories are we going to get into today? Always a good question. Looks like Second Samuel 8 through 11. If you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Second Samuel uh, 8 through 11, four chapters today. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Second Samuel chapter 8. After this, it happened that David struck the Philistines and subdued them. And David took the bridle of the mother city out of the hand of the Philistines. The Very bridle me- as in like... Okay, yes, the med- like, like a horse's bridle, not yeah, like, like a bridal a- gown. Exactly. Uh, yeah. No, 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 like a horse, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, sorry, not, yeah, bridle, not B-R-I-D-A-L, but B-R-I-D-L-E. Bride, mm-hmm, right. bridle. Of the mother yes, city, Brilla. metaphorically out of the hand of the Philistines. He struck Moab and measured them with the line, making huh? what making them to lie down on the ground. And he measured two lines to put to death and one full line to keep alive. Jeez. What the, the p- poop is happening here? The Moabites. So he's lined up? He's lined up these lines of dudes on the ground and he's kind of like arbitrarily being like, these guys dead, these guys alive. Sort of like a duck, duck, goose kind of situation. Uh, I don't know. And measured them with the line. Like, are, is he actually like using them to measure people? Like measure things? Does a line just mean an ancient tape measure? But still, it doesn't make sense. It still doesn't make sense. (laughs) 
I'm going to look up the message here. I want to see what this oh, says. So soon. Uh, well, okay. So this just says he chose two thirds of them randomly and executed them. The other good. 30 spared. Great. Good. Okay. Good. Um, wow. The new international version says he made them lie down on the ground and measured them off with a length of cord. Every two lengths of them were put to death, and the third Jeez. length was allowed to live. This is Gosh. so he's measuring them kind of by volume, by length, not but by a, number. The, but Who to knows? be sort of random about which seems pretty random. The, yeah. This doesn't sound like a good person doing these things. See, this is what I was saying. This no, is what I was saying I in the bonus. Just, that it's you. just as soon as you yeah. become king, you just become more and more awful. Yeah, perhaps okay. that's the case. Okay. The Moabites became servants to David and brought tribute. David struck also Hadadezer, Hadadezer, (laughs) the son of Rehob, king of Zobah, uh, as he went to recover his dominion at the river. David took from him 1,700 horsemen and 20,000 footmen, and David hamstrung all the chariot horses, but reserved oh. of them for 100 chariots. Gosh. Hamstrung? Okay. Hamstrung, isn't that to literally like slice at the hamstring? I think so, yeah. <sighs> the so horses didn't do anything, okay? This is yeah. ridiculous. He took from him, from him being Hadadezer, the yeah, son of Rehob. so he stole King. all okay. these boys, and he stole... A bunch of chariot horses, but kept at least enough horses for a hundred chariots. Okay. Then, when the Syrians of Damascus came to help Hadadezer, king of Zobah, David struck of the Syrians two and twenty thousand men. Wow. Gosh. Then, David put garrisons in Syria of Damascus, and the Syrians became servants to David and brought tribute. Yahweh gave victory to David wherever he went. He was was a righteous fury that everyone was terrified of. Yeah, regardless of whether or not he was a good guy. He just was like, yeah, David's going to (laughs) win. Chat, someone says, morally gray boy. Yes, definitely. Okay, David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. From Betah and from Berothai, cities of Hadadezer, King David took exceeding much brass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so much brass. Ripping out all the faucets. Yes. <laughs> when Toy, king of Hamath, heard that toy? David... Toy? T-O- like, like a little toy? I. T-O-I. Toy. Like toi. Toi. When toi... Uh, I, don't think <laughs> I don't think they're French, do they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know of. <laughs> <laughs> so when this boy, Toy, the king of Hamath, this boy Toy, <laughs> heard that David had struck all the host of Hadadezer, then Toy sent Joram, his son, to King David to greet him and to bless him, because he had fought against Hadadezer and struck him, for Hadadezer had wars with Toy. I see. So mm. sort of the enemy of my enemy is King David. Okay, <laughs> Joram. Always. Joram brought with him vessels of silver and vessels of gold and vessels of brass. Oh, brass. David loves More the brass. brass. Little did he know, David already had so much brass. <laughs> A ton of brass. Yeah. These also did King David dedicate to Yahweh, 
with the silver and gold that he dedicated of all the nations which he subdued, of Syria and of Moab, and of the children of Ammon, and of the Philistines, and of Amalek, and of the spoils of Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. David, David got him a name when he returned. <laughs> it's really it says, a different name than David? <laughs> David got him a name when he returned from smiting the Syrians in the Valley of Salt. Even 18,000 men. Now, then well, it doesn't give me a name. I, I, Does it just mean like he became a name? He made a name became for himself. a household name. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's a He's good He's on point. the map now. Mm-hmm. He's a big deal now. Now people yes. know who he is. He now is. He's a Didn't they already man. know? He's the king of like, king of kings. Well, now no, most Syrians know Moabites. No, I'm right. I guess that's God. I guess that's God. I don't know. Whatever. We haven't gotten to any mention of king of kings yet. So let's not. He's a big king. He's a big deal king. He is, but I guess. People in, in Israel would know him, but maybe other people wouldn't, you know? Okay. So now they're, they know this is the guy to fear. Okay. He, he is the one who knocks. He put garrisons in Edom. Throughout all Edom, he put garrisons. <laughs> Good. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> and all the Edomites became servants to David. It's like sometimes I feel the person either translating or writing this has this really active amnesia that halfway through the sentence they're writing, they forget the first half of the sentence and then they have to repeat and we get so many repeats. It's like the person can't can't remember. I think they're just trying to like really, really like throw it home, really say like, hey, this this happened. Right. This happened. My favorite theory is always that that this is all being sort of live dictated to a scribe. So the person telling it's like he set up, uh, you know, the, these things in Edom. Yeah. Uh, in Edom, he set up these things. And rather than the scribe kind of editing that for readability, he's just going along and scribing it as he says it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, like one of those people in a in a courtroom. Just oh, like yeah. Yeah, a, st- a stenographer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that's how I imagine this all being written down was stenographers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, he put garrisons in Edom. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Yahweh gave victory to David wherever he went. David reigned over all Israel, and David executed justice and righteousness to all his people. Well, yeah, justice people. To his people, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joab, the son of Zeruiah, was over the host. And and Jehoshaphat, nice. Jehoshaphat? Jehoshaphat. Yeah. Jehoshaphat. I had no idea that Jehoshaphat was a biblical name, but it makes sense. Wait, okay, hold you've on. You've heard we gotta this pause. name before? Have yeah, you never heard it as a, as, a, as a, what do you call it, an interjection, a, a superlative, a, something like that? Yeah, Jehoshaphat. I've nah. always heard it in the context of jumping Jehoshaphat. Yeah, and I've only ever heard in old timey stuff. Okay, I've heard like jumping Jack Flash is a gas. <laughs> is a gas, gas. Yeah. Yeah. But Close. not jumping Jehoshaphat is a fat, fat, fat. <laughs> okay. Wow. Before we go any further, okay, Jehoshaphat. So yeah. we know he becomes an interjection much later in history. So does that mean he does something important or does he just have a silly name? Yeah, or is his only claim to fame similar to that of John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, where it's really just the <laughs> That's name? That's my name, that... too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Wait, you have so many names, Static. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. So, so Joab, the son of Zeruiah, was over the host. I guess that means the armies. And Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahilud, was recorder. Okay. What? I, I don't know what that means. He was okay. recorder. Like he played the recorder. He's playing some hot cross buns to accompany the army. <laughs> He loved the hot cross buns. <laughs> uh, the message calls him a clerk. Okay. Oh, okay. He's the clerk. Dang it. Oh, okay. and now we're, you see, we really are getting like all lawyery here. <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay. And we got some more appointments to give here. And Zadok, the son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, the son of Abiathar, were priests. And Sariah was scribe, which I guess is different from right. the clerk. And Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, was over the Cheritites and the Pelotites, and David's sons were chief ministers. All, All 91 of them. Of them. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm like, I thought that there were a gajillion of them. Right. <laughs> wow. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. the end of chapter eight. That's it. Okay, wow. so I got a little lost in like, why did we <laughs> yeah, suddenly yeah. need to list out all these jobs? I agree. Why? Yeah, it is, does seem like this could have been a footnote, maybe. And mm. instead, maybe they hadn't invented footnotes yet. And so you just had to kind of stick it in somewhere. <laughs> Funny. But I guess we're sort of establishing his rise to power, right? It's like he's in office now. And so he's appointing all of his. Oh yeah, these are all of his like people around him. Yeah, who he's hoping his or cabinet. Yeah, exactly mm, his yeah. cabinet. Probably he hopes that like some of them have different viewpoints than he does, and so they'll push him a little that. bit. Yeah, I don't know about push him a little bit. Yeah. No, you're probably right. Yeah, I would hope yeah. that they would, but I have a feeling that they won't. I have a feeling that he'd just kill them. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to chapter nine, shall we? Chapter nine. David said, Is there yet any who is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Oh, I'm surprised at that. I thought for sure he's like, is there any left of the house of Saul so we can just kick him out? Well, he still clearly like David, has yeah. a soft spot for for Aww. Jonathan and for Saul, for that matter. It yeah. seems, yeah, Aww. yeah. He didn't kill him while Saul was pooping. No, exactly, exactly. And if that's not love, I don't know what is. <laughs> exactly. There was the house of Saul, a servant whose name was Ziba or Ziba, Ziba, and they Zima. called. Him Zima. to David, Z- Ziba, <laughs> Zima warrior princess. And they called him to David. And the king said to him, Are you Ziba? <laughs> or Zima or Zina? I, like, I, think I think it's Ziba. Ziba. I love that. I love that in the context of the story, he's just asking, Are you this person? But to us, it's like, Are you, is it Z- Ziba? Ziba? Like, I, I never know. Like, are what? Ziba? Ziba? Ziba. Right. Yeah, Help exactly. me out here. Yeah. <laughs> he said, your servant is he. I'm assuming that's Zeba saying, yeah, that's me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. The king said, is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God to him? Zeba said to the king, Jonathan is yet a son who is lame of his feet. Oh, oh, right. Oh, right. The, the baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The baby that got dropped by the nurse. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, right on the feet. 
I don't right know. On the dropped feet. him on his feet. Apparently, that's the worst place to get dropped on. Yeah, well, it could have been, we talked. It could have been a spinal cord injury. Yeah, you know, yeah I don't he could know. be paraplegic or something. Yeah, I do feel true. like more likely it was that. Yeah. Yeah. The king said to him, "Where is he?" Ziba said to the king, "Behold, he is in the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, Amiel in Lo Debar." Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machiar, the son of Amimel, from Lodzimar. <laughs> what? Oh, boy, here we go. I, there's another big, big name. Mep, Mef, Ibosheth, Mephibosheth. 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 I sound flustered with Fibosheth. Yeah, I, I am flustered saying this name. The son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, meaning Jonathan's the son of Saul, and Mephibosheth is the son of Jonathan, came to David and fell on his face and did obeisance. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Love that okay. move. Yeah. Okay. This David is his said, boyfriend's son. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so sweet. Aww. David said, Mephibosheth. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Emily did not. I don't know. That really got me. <laughs> and he I was, answered, he's like, just give me just give me a second. I'm sorry. I just need to practice it. I'll get it. I promise. I, I pro- David, for, Jonathan really didn't talk about you that much. I don't know why. Yeah, so I, I had just... no idea who you were, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I was assuming that it was that David didn't know how to pronounce it. Again, the same with all of this. And so he's like, uh, and so, hey, it's good to see you. <laughs> just kind of mumbles it. Hope no hey, one man. notices. Hey, can I call you like Meffy, maybe? Meffy, that's good. Chef. Meffy. How I about like that? Seth, but Chef. Yeah. Chef. Chef. He answered, Behold, your servant. David said to him, don't be afraid of him, for I will surely show your, you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake, and I will restore you all the land of Saul, your father, and you shall eat bread at my table continually. Well, that's nice. Wow. Yeah. It's kind. Yeah. He did obeisance and said, what is your servant that you should look at on such a dead dog as I am? Jeez. Wow. Oh, goodness. Yeah, this guy's real. I mean, if you think about it, he's had a rough time of it in this life. Yeah, right? that's his, true. His grandfather, who was the king, was killed. Also his dad. And yeah. is he the one who was dropped? Yeah, that, and he was, he was dropped. Drop boy, yeah. yeah, right. So he I can't I don't walk. think that this is a, I don't think this is a culture that really highly prizes disabled people. We got, I mean, that was very clearly laid out in the last episode. That <laughs> yeah, they, I know or not and then not only that but he, like other people from his grandfather's family have actively been sought out and killed like Ishbosheth. so like this Jeez. is not yeah i could understand there's some suspicion here of like why why mm. yeah poor guy okay then the king called to ziba to saul's ser- or, sorry then the king called to ziba saul's servant and said to him All that pertain to Saul and to all his house have I given to your master's son. You shall till the land for him, you and your sons and your servants, and you shall bring in the fruits that your master's son may have bread to eat. But, Mephibosheth, your master's son shall eat bread always at my table. Someone in the chat. Who's Ziba again? <laughs> Z- oh yeah, Ziba Warrior Princess. Yeah, Z- yeah, Ziba the Ziba refreshing was like a servant beverage. Right? 
He was a yes. servant, I guess, of Saul's or Jonathan's. Okay. And he's the one who brought Mephibosheth. <laughs> yeah, okay. And he's going to care for him okay. now to make sure that, like someone in the chat pointed out, he gets unlimited breadsticks <laughs> at David's table from here on out. Okay, right. cool. Right. It's like okay. an olive garden at David's place all the time. <laughs> it is. Bottomless yeah. breadsticks. Definitely. <laughs> Okay, okay, so now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Cool. Then Ziba said to the king... <laughs> that, that's it, just randomly. That's okay. it. Yeah, uh-huh. just so you know, just so you're aware. <laughs> then Ziba said to the king, according to all that my lord the king commands his servant, so shall your servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Nice. He found Uh, love in a a hopeless place. In a hopeless place. Yeah. No, that's good to know. Because, I mean, he was injured as a small baby. Yeah. Right. Is what the story goes. But he was still able to to find love. Yeah. Or at least find a wife, at least find a baby mama. So it's really, maybe it's really just the people in Jerusalem then who are the assholes about disability and that the rest of the country is more understanding. I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised either. <laughs> Those big city people who are the assholes here. So Kay. yeah, he had a son whose name was Micah. All that lived in the house of Zeba were servants to Mephibosheth. 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 So Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem for he ate continually at the king's table. Just constantly they really. Just he was, have to drive that home. He's eating at David's all the time. Always. But see, okay, this last line actually really pisses me off. It's And then the last line of this chapter is, he was lame in both his feet. God bless it. I'm like, we got it. Like, that's not the most important part of this lovely man. Is this a, is this a puff piece? Is this a PR piece? Is this a PR piece that David put oh, out to be boy. like, look it's how really nice I am. I know I just slaughtered 20,000 people, it's but really let me put point. out a PR piece to talk about how I helped one disabled guy. And hmm. people can know just how great of a guy I am and Sounds really like driving David. it home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so great. He was lame in both his legs look at how great i am yeah it's not like uh, yeah i wouldn't put he it found past happiness him. he ate breadsticks for all his life he found <laughs> a lady he had a son oh and he this was would lame be like olive feet. garden this would be like olive garden getting like 200 different like lawsuits for f- poisoning somebody and they're like but look we're giving unlimited breadsticks to one disabled kid yeah right. look at us although although okay if we're thinking about this also as this being written down later yeah there's a couple things like dan points out in the chat this is jonathan's son so like we and we do know that he loved jonathan more than the love of women so like that's uh-huh. cute. yeah we, oh we know and that then micah mm-hmm. I, micah was his name the grandson like so, Micah's it's all, the the kid that Mephibosheth had, right? So it's almost like Mephibosheth is sort of David's kid in a way, like his stepkid, you know, because they did yeah, swear point. a vow to each other, and then his that's sons true. then is his sort of his step grandson. So actually, I think that's kind of beautiful and nice. It and, just happens to be convenient. He gets a PR boost. From yeah, this. yeah, sure, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's it for chapter nine. Jeez. Okay. He's really flying Uh, by. 
They really are. There's kind of some shorter chapters today. But before we move along, let's talk about the best way to keep this show a going. (laughs) Woo. Yeah. Woo indeed. Oh, boy. All right. It's me. This this margarita just kicked in in like the last two minutes. Uh You you better go then, Denneker. You better go. Like just kicked in. She's not going to be like available for much longer. So (laughs) come on. All right. Chapter 10. It happened after this that the king of the children of Ammon died. Crap. Who's Ammon again? Who's Ammon? The, um, one of the kingdoms king of the king of the ammonites okay, okay. Yes. oh yeah yeah that makes sense that makes okay. sense and hanun his son reigned in his place david said i will show kindness to hanun the son of nahash as his father shown kindness to me <laughs> david's got this like little bit of hillbilly that creeps in every once in a while <laughs> just, yeah, yeah just a little bit his shepherd background, you know, mm. you can uh. take the boy away from the sheep, but you can't take the sheep away from the boy. So David sent by his servants to comfort him concerning his father. David's servants came into the land of the children of Ammon, but the princes of the children of Ammon said to Hanun, their Lord, do you think that David honors your father in that he has sent comforters to you? When I hear that, I think like they sent him like, duvets. Yeah, I know. Uh-oh. It was like, it was like cold and... He had a bunch of, like, nice fake down comforters. <laughs> I'm going to say fake down so that mm-hmm. no animals were harmed mm. in the making of these comforters. That's good. Hasn't David sent his servants to you to search the city and to spy it out and to overthrow it? Mm, oh. Yeah, some suspicions here. It's a valid concern. Yep. So, Hanun took David's servants and shaved off the one half of their beards... And well, that's just going to look weird. Oh, it keeps going oh. and cut off their garments in the middle, even to their buttocks and sent them away. Can I can I read to you? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Wait, what? I know. I know. So, okay, Why? before you read the message, no, before you read the message, okay. let's try to decode this a little bit. Right. Cut off one half of their beards like. Like, did they have a long beard and he just, like, kind of grabbed it and chopped it in half? Or was it he shaved half of their face so they have kind of this two-faced thing going on? And I, then cutting off that's what I think of. Half of their garments to their buttocks, like, from the bottom, so their butt's hanging out? Is that Was that the whole point of mentioning that that's where he cut them off? See, I'm thinking of, like, from here all the way down, just, like, right through the middle. So it's, like, oh. a really deep cleavage exposing v is what it's you're not imagining, it's Emily. not a cleavage anymore it's like completely just like gone like one entire side is exposed so 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 emily you're imagining that he's cutting yes the like lengthwise like vertically lengthwise yes see because i originally imagined cutting lengthwise from the bottom up to the halfway point but that's not such a big deal that's just like a little slit so, but if your butt's no. hanging out, then it's like a hospital gown. Yeah. You but know, what if then it's, it's like mildly inconvenient and embarrassing. But what if it's a half horizontally? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is he like cuts it off. The bottom so that they're basically wearing there. Then he's like poo poo. Yeah, then he's like poo, where he's just wearing a long shirt and his like, butt's hey, hanging out. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Okay. What so, does the message say? I mean, it's, <laughs> honestly, that that aspect is not any clearer. It says, so Hanun seized David's men, shaved off half their beards, cut off their robes halfway up their buttocks, and sent them packing. 
halfway it's, it's up, up their buttocks exactly halfway up like we're talking about a thong situation here <laughs> no like he, it like, doesn't say he shoved them up their buttocks i but... didn't say that just like <laughs> it like i'm imagining it's through the back like this way like that and like one it. half of the scissor is like in the butt crack is that kind of what you're Ew. saying so uncomfortable sure, yeah, yeah. See, because when like this description makes me think it's horizontal. It's like two halfway up the buttocks is where he's cut it. Mm-hmm. I don't. Okay, I don't I'm like sure. I know what's going to happen. Someone's going to tweet at us or email us talking about how actually gravely important this is because it's like the the symbolism of like the beard and the buttocks. Like this is what it means, and it's right. emasculating, and or maybe it's a death threat. You know, like like there's good, definitely some kind of very very serious, very well studied meaning behind this. I trust that. Um, but in the meantime, I'm I'm flabbergasted. I don't remember this. I never learned of about this. Of course you didn't. Yeah, nobody <laughs> can't teach this to they kids. Tell this to kids exactly. <laughs> They're not going to tell y'all y'all's kids. <laughs> this nah okay all right okay so hanun took yes okay cut snip 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 all right and sent them away when when they told it to david he sent to meet them for the men were greatly ashamed yeah yeah Yeah, i I guess so any way you slice it any way you scissor it any way you snip it yeah any way you shave it okay the king said, wait at Jericho until your beards be grown and then return. <laughs> it's going to take a, a good few weeks. <laughs> I mean, I, I I've never had a beard, but I'm assuming just. I see. So, I mean, I don't know how long the beards are, right? If these are like well, I long know. beards, this could take a year or two. Yeah. I, yeah. So it, yeah. It's, <laughs> I like, though, that I just put together that David hasn't even seen them. He just heard that this happened, and <laughs> he's like, I don't want to see that. That is disgusting. Stay in this other town until your here. beards come back, then come see me. Wow. Uh, Annalisa in the chat is pointing out, do we assume that David is going to go nuclear on the Ammonites now? Hmm. I would... You. I mean, yeah. Wait, because they did this to them? Yeah, because yeah. they disrespected his, his messengers when he was trying to do a nice thing. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. He was trying to go in good faith. So good logically, in response, trust. he will kill all of them and their children yes. and their animals. Yeah. Don't okay. Us. We'll okay. see. Cool. When the children of Ammon saw that they were become odious to David, the children of Ammon sent and hired the Syrians of Beth Rahab and the Syrians of Zobah, 20,000 footmen, and the king of Makkah with 1,000 men, and the men of Tob. 12,000 men. Tom. Okay, so they're hiring an army to yeah. shore themselves up. There's just because- one line I noticed in the message I need to read to you, and it's that first part. It says, When it dawned on the Ammonites that as far as David was concerned, they stunk to high heaven. They oh, okay, hired the message. These okay, the message. All right, the message. <laughs> okay. The message. The message. The message. I get what you're going for with like odious and trying to put odious into modern language. I get it. But that just doesn't, that just feels like such a weird nuance. Like it dawns on them that you stink to high heaven. I'm like, no, that's not, oh, whatever. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> okay. having a conniption. Okay. When David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the host of the mighty men. The children of Ammon came out and put the battle in array at the entrance of the gate. And the Syrians of Zoba and of Rehob and the men of Tob and Maka were by themselves in the field. Now, 
when Joab saw that the battle was set against him before and behind, he chose of all the choice men of Israel and put them in array against the Syrians. Hmm. The rest of the people he committed into the hands of Abishai, his brother, and he put them in array against the children of Ammon. Hmm. He said, If the Syrians be too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if the children of Ammon be too strong for you, then I will come and help you. Be of good courage, and let us play the man for our people, (laughs) and for the cities of our God, and Yahweh do that which seems him good. So, Joab and the people who were with him drew near to the battle against the Syrians, and they fled before him. When the children of Ammon saw that the Syrians were fled, they likewise fled before Abishai and entered into the city. Then Joab returned from the children of Ammon and came to Jerusalem. I don't know what's happening, actually. I'm like, I have <laughs> like a, no idea. Can you, can somebody a, like summarize? Thanks. A battle's happening. Cool. There's like a lot of people. Joab and the people who were with him drew near the battle against the Syrians and they fled before him. And I thought that's the Syrians fleeing. When the children of Ammon saw that the Syrians were fled, uh, they, they likewise ran fled. Away. Everyone so else everyone ran away. else ran away. But but there was no fighting. They just ran. They Every, just like, ran. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So they just like that. The Israelites, even one v two, were still so terrifying that the, everyone just mm-hmm. ran away. When the Syrians saw that they were put to the worst before Israel, they gathered themselves together. Had a had a reaser. Had a deezer. That's the one I kept saying. Had a deezer. Had a deezer. Had a deezer. But it's H A D A R E Z E R. Hadarezer, not Hadadezer. That's a different name then. Oh, wait a minute. That's not okay. That's like Nathan (laughs) 1 and Nathan A. I'm not okay with this. They need to like really make very distinct different names for these people. It's it's spelled with an R throughout the rest of this chapter. So either it's a typo or it's a new person. I don't think it's going to matter because Hadarezer sent. In the message, it's Hadadezer both times. So that's oh, weird. I, yeah. All right. Weird. Okay, fine. Had Maybe a it's had a, had a deezer. Maybe it's the same person. I'm going to say had a dreezer and we'll call it a day. <laughs> had a dreezer sent and brought out the Syrians who were beyond the river and they came to Halam with Shobak, the captain of the host of had a dreezer at their head. It was told David and he gathered all Israel together and passed over the Jordan and came to Halam. The Syrians set themselves in array against David and fought with him. The Syrians fled before Israel, and David killed the Syrians, 700 chariots and 40,000 horsemen, and struck Shobak, the captain of their host, so that he died there. When all the kings who were servants to Hadadrezer saw that they were put to the worst before Israel, they made peace with Israel and served them. So the Syrians feared to, feared to help the children of Ammon anymore. There. End of the chapter. So David spanks the Syrians. They're not helping the Ammonites anymore. You know, I will say I'm a little disappointed because in the past, like with Joshua, he had cool, interesting tactics. And here it's just like David shows up and everyone runs away. It's a show of force. Right. It's like now you are the empire, right? You're showing up with your huge army that everyone's terrified of. You're not having to be clever or resourceful or, well, anyway. Anyway... I mean, it, did you want like more resourcefulness, more excitement, Jace? I guess it's just clear that I don't know that this is. It's clear that that he's not the underdog anymore. Yeah, no. exactly. 
the Israelites are not the underdog anymore. Right. Those days have passed. They, they were there. They were great. It was good times. And now we're the empire. Yeah. Can yeah. I read you, before, Emily, you read this next chapter? Yes. This one has a title in oh. the message. The title is David's Sin and Sorrow. <gasps> oh, are we going to hear about Bathy? Hear about <laughs> yep. Bathy? Yep. <laughs> I think so. Yep. Yep. I, I've only, I only know this because she comes up in a lot of the talk about the sons mm-hmm. and yeah, and talk about David's wives. So we've only heard about her by name. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it for myself. Here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chapter 11. It happened at the return of the year at the time when Kings go out to battle that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel and they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Rabach. But David stayed at Jerusalem. It happened at evening that David arose from off his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof, he saw a woman bathing. And the woman was very beautiful to look on. David. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah, it was some hot chick. David sent and inquired after the woman. Like how? Did, did he just... Did he he's find the, someone? He's the and king. Was, I, he's okay, the king. fine. Yeah, he, he found a servant and was like, hey. Find out, yeah. Talk to her. Who that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's the woman, uh, you know, who bathes on the Bathing. roof of the corner of David Street and David Avenue or whatever, <laughs> you know? Uh, also, yeah, I, I don't know. If, <laughs> if you... Uh, I wouldn't want to have an outdoor bath in general because of this thing. Like, that's awkward, right? (coughs) Yeah. Potential for somebody just like looking in on you. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Okay. So David sent, send, not sent, but send and inquired after the woman. One said, Is this not this? Bathsheba. (laughs) One said, Is this. Is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite? Hmm. David sent messengers and, and took her and she came into him and he lay with her for she was purified from her uncleanness. And she oh, returned good. to his house. <laughs> okay. Wow. She returned to his house, to, to her house. Sorry. The woman conceived and she sent and told David and said, I am with child. David oh, sent to Joab boy. saying, send me with Uriah the Hittite. Se- Joab sorry, sent- say, say send me with what? Or send, sorry, send me, send me Uriah the Hittite, meaning oh, her I husband. Got it. Her got husband. It, got it. Yeah. Okay, Emily. Really awkward. Pr- prediction. He yes. just sent for the husband now that he's found out that He's he- going to totally kill him. Kill him 100%. <laughs> okay. 100%. Okay. Got it. No question. Okay. Send me Uriah, Uriah, the Hittite. Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah was come to him, David asked of him how Joab did and how the people fared and how the war prospered. David said to Uriah, go down to your house and wash your feet. Uriah departed out of the king's house and... Oh, washing your feet. Okay, do you think that, that's got to be a euphemism, right? Wait, who... Mm, I, about I for what he, a euphemism yeah, for what i'm like i'm assuming he just like didn't want his dirty feet in his house i okay what i recall about this story is that like okay he has sent Don't for bathsheba he did her 
Bathsheba gets pregnant. Yeah. Uh Let's David know. David's like, oh, crap. I need to rectify this in some way. And Uh so he sends for her husband from the war and tries to tell her, encourage her husband, like, hey, go home. Go home. You really want to have sex with your wife, right? Like, I thought that was kind of the nuance that he wants there to be plausible deniability that she would get pregnant from her husband and not him. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I was like, she said, okay, I didn't realize that Uria was at the war. Yeah. Yes. He, he was, that, does that, it say they, this? they clarified that before. It said that he Did was they? uh on the, the, f- the wife of the Hittite, Hittite. The woman conceived. She sent to David. David sent to Joab saying me. Send it was me before Uriah that. The it was when he asked, you know, who is this woman? And they came back and they were like, is that not... Ela, uh, the daughter of Elam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Oh, uh, yeah. It. That's it. How yeah, am I Because isn't Joab one of their captains? Maybe we're getting too much of the story mixed in with what's or not Or maybe in the just text. that's what all y'all's like priest people told you. Maybe that's what our priest people yeah. told us. <laughs> totally possible. Because <laughs> I don't, I didn't read that anywhere. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, Okay. Wash wash your feet, man. Get out of here. Uriah departed out of the king's house, and there followed him a mess of food from the king. A mess of food. Whatever that means. <laughs> okay, well, hold on, though. Hold on. He had to have been gone because how, like, away somewhere, because how else would David be able to just, like, snatch his wife? I don't know. He's the and king. And then send her back. He's the king. Maybe yeah. Uriah was out doing something and he was like, just on a grocery shopping trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, I don't know, doing things that men do did during this time, like man things. I don't know. <laughs> like out in the village or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So there was a mess of food. Uh, so he was, fo- he followed him a mess of food from the king, but Urias slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his Lord and didn't go down to his house. Oh, mm. Mm. when they had told David saying, Uriah didn't go down to his house. David said to Uriah, haven't you come from a journey? Oh, okay, fine. Uh, I guess he went from a journey. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. Like it didn't, it didn't explicitly say that beforehand, in my That's opinion. That's true. That is true. So haven't you come from a journey? Why do you not go down to your house? Urias said to David, the ark and Israel and Judah abide in booths. And my lord, Joab, and the servants of my lord are encamped in the open field. Shall I then go into my house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does he know? Mm-hmm. Like he feels. Does he know? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think he but, knows. But so is he saying that like there's a war on and all the other He's soldiers. like there's a war on, David. Right. And and all the other soldiers are out there having a hard time. Yeah. I would be a jerk if I got to rest at home and have sex. I can't. Yeah. Is that his? That's just. Okay. All right. Cool. I don't know. Cool. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Oh, what? What's his name again? Uriah. Uriah. Great name. As you live and as your soul lives, I will not do this thing. David said to Uriah, stay here today also and tomorrow I'll let you depart. 
So Uriah abode in Jerusalem that day and the next day. When David had called him, he ate and drank before him, and he made him drunk. And at even, he went out to lie in his bed with the servants of his Lord, but he didn't go down to his house. So he was hoping to get him uh, drunk enough that he would go home and have sex with his wife. I guess, but, instead, but he didn't do it. He had sex with David's servants or his Wait, own is servants. That what you maybe got out of that? he or lied least... with them, but he like are you? Well, he he's lied not just with like... them, Emily. Come on, wink, wink. That's lied awkward. with them. But whose servants do you think those were? Were those his servants or were those David's servants? I, I think that he's still hanging out with David because wouldn't his, ser- his servants be at his house? Hmm. Maybe. Unless they're in like a We're side. doing some like investigating <laughs> yeah. there. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. It happened in the morning that David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. He wrote it in the letter saying, set Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle. The like really intense, like awesomest battle. <laughs> the hottest, man. And retire you from him that he may be struck and die. Oh, wow. David. Yep. David. Wow, David. Trying to make Dang. sure he gets killed in battle. Yep. It happened when Joab kept watch on the city that he assigned Uriah to the place where he knew that valiant men were. The men of the city went out and fought with Joab, and there fell some of the people, even of the servants of David, and Uriah the Hittite died also. Oh, yep. David. Great. Yeah, this is some shady, shady stuff. Yeah, well. Yeah. It's like some I mean, sort of house of cards. Of it. Like, this person's yeah. got dirt on me. I've got to disappear them. Yeah. 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 Jeez. He didn't even know that his wife was pregnant. He didn't even see his wife. He was like, whatever. I'm not going to Maybe. Do you know what, though? Maybe, like Emily was suggesting, maybe he did know. Maybe Uriah did know. And that's why he was like, I'm just going to refuse to go home and just kind of put pressure on the king. Mm-hmm. Until he breaks, huh. unfortunately, not realizing that his breaking is him sending him to die. I don't know if yeah. I buy that. I feel like people are smart enough to be scared of David that they wouldn't try to. They like... should be. They definitely should be. Yeah. She is. Yeah. So where am I? Okay. So he died. Yeah. He gone. Then Joab sent and told David all of the things concerning the war, and he charged the messenger, saying. When you have made an end of telling all the things concerning the word of the king, it shall be that if the king's wrath arise and he tells you, why did you go so near the city to fight? Didn't you know that they would shoot from the wall who struck Abimelech, the son of Jerubasheth, Jerubasheth, what? Didn't a woman cast an upper mile millstone on him from the wall so that he died at Thebes? Why didn't you go so near the wall? Then you shall say, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. What? Okay. 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 I've what a some... ride that was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but now, like, it's like, okay, if David, like, lists all of this stuff that he's pissed off about, like, if he just, like, goes on and on and on and gets madder and madder, you should just be like, but but Uriah's dead. He dead. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. We're good. Okay, okay, this is wild because I was looking at the message, which doesn't uh-huh. have any of this. What? Really? Check is this, this out. Is this all supposed to be in brackets? So this is, the message is verses 18 to 21. Goes like this. Mm-hmm. 
Joab sent David a full report on the battle. He instructed the messenger, after you've given the king a detailed report on the battle, if he flares in anger, say, and by the way, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead. That's it. Wow. Oh, so not even the whole backstory that we got about the woman casting the millstone and killing that guy. Crap. Yeah. Right. And didn't you know they would shoot from the wall? Who struck Abimelech, the son of Jerub? (laughs) Yeah. See, I'm like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) No, we know. We got that story. We got that story because he was the one where he was like, "Uh, my servant needs to kill me because a woman killed me and I can't let anyone know that a woman killed me. That was a long time ago. It was a very long time ago, but apparently it's a story with some sticking power. Yeah, apparently it's still relevant somehow. Well, yeah, I didn't even realize that, like, were these two things happening simultaneously? I doubt it. No, 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 no. So then why is he even bringing it up? Is it because it's a it's a story. It's a it's a it's a cautionary tale that I guess everyone gets when they're in army school so that they know to avoid being too close to walls. Okay, yeah, it's like I guess it's saying like in the same way that is Saul among the prophets is this proverb that like you stand too close to walls you get stones dropped on you like that (laughs) you know it's like a buy some angry ladies I don't (laughs) know if you try to piss it against the wall a woman's gonna kill you right wow yeah (laughs) okay but if he gets upset then so like wait till after he's upset about that be like but this guy guess what Dead's dead yeah no problem he did okay so the messenger went and came and shown David all that Joab had sent him for. The messenger said to David, the men prevailed against us and mm. came out to us into this field. And we were on them even to the entrance of the gate. The shooter shot at your servants from the wall and some of the king's servants are dead. And your servant area of the Hittite is dead also. <laughs> <laughs> Then David said to the messenger, thus shall you tell Joab, don't let this thing displease you for the sword devours one as well as another. Make your battle more strong against the city and overthrow it and encourage you him. When the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah, her husband, was dead, she made she made lamentation for her husband. When the morning was passed, like morning, like morning. David when the morning was passed, David sent and took her home to his house and she became his wife, his like 15th wife. I don't know. And bore him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the, the end? end. That's the oh end. my God. What a cliffhanger. Oof. Okay. Oof. I need to talk Uh-oh. to you about the message because... It's wild. Okay, talk to us about the message. So in the message, like it skipped over those verses, like I said. And then when the soldier comes and says his thing, the messenger comes and says his thing about them getting beaten back. Uh-huh. Then King David says the whole thing about like, why'd you get so close to the city? Didn't you know you'd be attacked from the wall? So he's kind of switched the order of these things happening, which mm-hmm. is wild. Uh, and then it goes through that whole thing. David's response to the messenger is, oh, I see. Tell Joab, don't trouble yourself over this. War kills. Sometimes one, sometimes another. You never know who's next. <laughs> wow. Like, so I'm is like, he no. trying to justify himself to Joab or just to the messenger? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then he just tells him to keep fighting. And then, and then this, at the end, it says, but God 
was not at all pleased with what David had done, comma, end of chapter. Wait, what? Does it say that often? It might just be a typo in this particular website. This is from BibleGateway.com, but I just like that. Comma. Gateway. Nothing. (laughs) Stay tuned. Gosh, such, yeah, such a. (laughs) On the next episode of Bible Time. Wow. (laughs) God is pissed. (laughs) Wow. I was was taught the story of Bathsheba. As okay. a yes. young child. Yeah, it's one of the famous ones for sure. Wait, mm-hmm. wait so what? what is the point of teaching young children this story? Can I, anyone out there, the, all y'all in the chat, well, we please tell me. we haven't quite gotten the full arc of the story. There's right. going to be more. Yeah. Because David is going to have to deal with consequences Ooh. for doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Exciting. But here's the. Adultery bad. Here's the thing. Because, yeah. Um, you're because, not going to like the moral Solomon. of the story. Solomon, Solomon is the boy. Solomon is right? the boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He is right, a boy. So, uh, he's so, a boy. Yeah. No, but like he's a he's a big deal boy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's a big boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Big deal boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, yeah, I mean, okay, let's let's hold off on like trying to figure out what the moral of the story is that we were taught versus what the moral seems like it actually yeah. could be in this story. Let's wait a little bit on that. I am actually really interested to have that conversation, okay. but I think we should wait till we know a little bit more. Okay. But boy, just David really, it's not, not really winning a lot of points with me right now. Is no. It feels so. <sighs> feels like a bad man. Well, it just feels like such a snap decision from David. You know, I'm like, you have so many wives and so many concubines and you could have so many women. You could just tell your servant like, oh, that one's taken. Okay, find me a single one. Have her in my room by eight o'clock. Right. You know, you're the king. You could just do that. But instead, I, I mean, I'm just like, is this just him talking with his dick? Like, was that why? Like, he was just like so horny seeing her bathing on the roof. He was like, I have to have her now and I'm the king. Yeah, I'm you assuming. know, as I always say, your faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing you on the saw roof. saw her bathing on the roof. Her beauty in the moonlight overthrew you. You know? Oh, mm-hmm. is that what this is? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> we talked about this song before about, uh, I want to call him Salmon. Uh, <laughs> Salmon. <laughs> Who's salmon? <laughs> salmon. Uh about uh gosh, why am I blanking on his name? The strong uh, dude. Samuel? No, uh, the strong Samson? boy. Uh, Samson. Samson. Because that song also references Samson, right, yes. Right. It kind of pe- 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 pieces together lots of different little Bible stories. But this is one of them, Emily. Yeah. Oh, so, sweet. Yeah. Also great song, great song. Right. And we're talking yeah. about Jeff. I mean, I'm saying the Jeff Buckley version, but who originally did it? Lenny. Leonard Cohen. Cohen? Nope. That's the one. No, yeah. Not Kravitz. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Cohen, yes. <laughs> that would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, Leonard Cohen. Yes, of course. Uh, rest in peace. He died last yeah. year. But yeah. yeah. But but yeah, like yeah. Brady is pointing out in chat, that also one of the lines is, there's a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord, had to do with David's heart playing. So like little bits and pieces oh. of these stories are all in here. So and it's kind of fun. Major fifth. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I guess we'll get on to the continuing saga of Bathsheba and Salmon. (laughs) Salmon boy. (laughs) 
You mean Sam? David. <laughs> not David. Sam. David. Not salmon. There's no salmon. <laughs> not yet. Now, Emily, I have a question yeah, for yes. you. Okay. Have you ever heard this story of Bathsheba before? Uh-uh. Lies. Wrong, it's, Emily. Yeah, it's incorrect. You are incorrect. In fact, I have okay. evidence right here of the fact that you have heard this story before. Oh, <laughs> wait. Okay, that was 166. Yeah. That was like two and a half years ago. Two yeah, and a half Juice, years ago. We come talked on. about this story among several others on our other podcast, Multiamory. So, that was kind yes. of why we wanted to create drunk Bible studies because we had so much fun. Exactly. Yeah, that wasn't fair. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure I've heard many stories of the Bible, but it's like it's not it doesn't have any like b- power forming, you know, and I'm it looking... has more power for me <laughs> yeah. now because I'm because I'm do- reading it with you two. And you have with more, all these lovely people. And you have more context now. I think I have some more things... context. Yes. Yeah, I'll remember yeah. it now. But no, in, you know. Episode 166 of Multiamory when now we're on episode 188 or 288. Like, I have no idea. No idea. I'm going to read you a little bit of the transcript here that I've looked up. Oh, boy. Uh, here we so, go. So I was telling the story, this one I was reading, and I said, so she went back home. Uh, the woman conceived and sent word to David saying, I'm pregnant. And <laughs> Dedeker said, she sent him a text. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> And then I was like, I was thinking like a telegram. And then Emily says, I'm pregnant. Stop. And so this was kind of the the degree of sophistication that we had in talking about it. And I really don't think we've changed much since then. Nope. That's well, back then we were probably reading from the NIV, not from the wackadoodle World English Bible. That's also. true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss yeah. those days. But we, yeah, we went wow. through this whole story about him trying to get him to sleep with mm. his wife and him not doing it, and then him sending him off to get killed. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How far we've come. Yeah. Indeed. Seriously. So, if you want to come and join us. For one of these these live things go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live so thank you all for joining us for bible study today if you want even more drunk bible study including ad free episodes early releases personal toasts on the show and more become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk bible study if you enjoy the show take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on itunes or stitcher letting other people know what you like about it you can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Today.